ready for brain stories? Get inspired and learn from thought leaders, CEOs, business owners, and managers who tell their brain stories, who share their valuable insights from their own experience. Welcome to Brainstalk. I'm your host, Bridget. For brand lovers, this show is to help you develop and grow your brand in a more strategic and sustainable way. Walk the talk. Let's get started and dive with me into the world of brains. My guest today is a certified life and leadership coach and branding expert. With a special focus on introverts, she helps ambitious women to reveal their uniqueness, own their voice and elevate their energy so they can lead the personal and professional lives they deserve. She earned her certificate of Certified Professional Coach from IPEC Coaching, one of the top coaching schools in the world. Moreover, she is certified in brand management and social media marketing. She holds a bachelor degree of arts in business administration with a specialization in multimedia studies from the University of South Africa. I warmly welcome Melissa Roberg. Welcome to my podcast, Friends Talk. Hi, Bridget. Thank you. It's wonderful to be chatting to you today. <laughs> Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Uh, we have connected via the Leadership Global Community. And I was so impressed with what you're doing and I want to share this with our listeners. I guess, yeah, it is especially interesting for women solopreneurs who are about to start their own business. And I'm sure there is so much valuable insight to take away. Um, to start out with, uh, could you tell us a little bit about your background, about your own personal brain story? What made you eventually arrive where you are now? <laughs> so that's a long story. <laughs> um, so I, when I left school, I did my Bachelor of Arts in Visual Multimedia, which you mentioned. And that obviously gave me a background in branding and marketing. And then in my personal life, also moving cities and moving countries and going through a divorce, all of these big changes also have led me to where I am today and have allowed me to combine my skills and expertise in helping women as well to own their voices and to step into more of who they are. So those are the short little snippets of the, the bigger picture of the story that got me to where I am now. So you have lived in South Africa. Um, how come? <laughs> um, well, I was, born, I was born in South Africa and I grew up in Johannesburg and then I also lived in Cape Town for a couple of years. So I moved around in South Africa um, before I moved to the Netherlands and it's a beautiful country and the culture is is very different from the European culture <laughs> but yes I was born there so um, in my heart I'm South African <laughs> oh, okay I see <laughs> good uh, Melissa you chose to become a solopreneur and founded your own company Propel Yourself Coaching in September 2019 what made you decide 
to leave the safety net and start your own business? A few reasons. Um, firstly, I wanted to help. I wanted to help people, and I wanted to do that for myself in my own business. So the main thing was living my purpose of helping others, but also leaving the safety net of employment. Let's call it that was for freedom. And one of my values, my highest values, is freedom. And so creating a business for myself that revolves around my purpose, but also my values of freedom really was what sort of got me <laughs> into doing it and leaving the safety of employment and the security of a paycheck. Mm. Yeah, what a brave move to leave the safety net of employment, as you say, for your purpose of freedom. Yeah. What does your brand Propel Yourself Coaching stand for, Melissa? What is your vision, your mission? Uh, what is your philosophy that is ultimately yeah, creating value for your clients? So why should a client choose you? Well, okay. <laughs> Propel Yourself Coaching is sort of what stands for um, the meaning behind the word is that I think a lot of women feel stuck in life. Like a lot of women can feel that way. Um, and I wanted to help women to own more of who they are, own more of their voices and accept their traits more, and then sort of propel themselves to the next level of their life um, and the levels that they only dream of. <laughs> and the name as well, it's got a little bit to do with my name mixed in there and that is my name means honeybee and like honeybirds fly and they propel themselves forward so that's a little bit of sentimentalness in the name but my main vision and mission is to help women to be more courageous to step into the next level of themselves by empowering themselves through understanding what is special about them what is unique about them and then once they've once they understand what is special what is unique about them they can move forward in life and then they can start to lead more of a life that they want to and then lead others as a result of that so that is my overall vision and mission for my business I also like the story behind choosing your name what it exactly is uh, that is great um, your north star purpose as I understand is helping a specific target group of women who are introverts. Um, what are introverts exactly? Uh, what are their characteristics, traits of these women that ask for your help? So there's a lot of definitions of being an introvert out there and there's also a lot of myths and misconceptions about that as well. The main difference, because you get introverts, extroverts, and ambiverts, and the main difference between an extrovert and an introvert is an introvert process, processes internally. So they do a lot of thinking versus speaking. And also their energy, they, get, they recharge their mental, spiritual, emotional energy by being alone versus being around other people. So 
the, the some of the characteristics and personality traits of an introvert would be that they like quiet time, they like time alone, they are more some people are like see that as being more quiet and being more reclusive, but it's just because they want or they need to recharge their energy. And introverts also obviously are in their head a lot, so they're thinking a lot as well. And these are some of the things that like can hold people back in life and taking that next step in their lives because they feel like they're too quiet for the extroverted, noisy, busy world out there and they don't fit in. And also that because they need to sometimes think to understand what their feelings are, what their thoughts are, what their decisions need to be in a world where there's like a lot of pressure or instant gratification and you need to decide now and have the answers now, it can feel like there's a lot of pressure for them to be more who they are and be authentic in the way that they do things. So those are the main things that people that come to me are struggling with and that they need help around. Right now, we indeed live in a world that is putting a lot of pressure on us uh, also due to the pandemic have you seen more clients asking for help and what are their challenges have they changed and are there maybe particular new client profiles evolving can you give us some yeah. insights on that sure so uh, slightly but the core the core problems are still very similar, you know, instead of working in an open plan office, which is something that introverts don't really enjoy doing because it's so no noisy and loud and busy. So going from that to now working at home, but you're constantly on Zoom calls and in meetings because you need to communicate with the people in your team and everything like that, that it's the same kind of social interaction that's keeping people busy. Um, so it's just this, the, the circumstances are different, but the inner challenges are still the same. Um, but I do have found like a lot of people are also looking, because COVID has shaken our lives up so much, that it's also brought up a lot of thoughts and feelings around ways in which they want to live their lives going forward, and that it's changed the way that they want to be and exist on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. So also another question I have uh, with regards to, to COVID, how do you communicate and interact now with your clients? Uh, um, usually the clients come to your place, uh, to your office, uh, or, and now we were forced to pivot and, and, and change uh, to different other interactive forms of communication let's say, Zoom, online. Um, how are you conducting business right now? So everything is online at the moment. And it's actually, for me, it's always been an online business. And an, I've been building it intentionally online because of the, reason, of the fact that I'm South African and then I moved to the Netherlands. And so I don't speak Dutch really well yet. So to coach the locals was very difficult for me. So I built it intentionally online so I could coach English speaking people. Um, so COVID hasn't really impacted the way that I've done my day-to-day -day business with people. 
which has been great. I must say that's definitely allowed me to still carry on the way that I, that I have been. Mm. And also your clients are then totally international. They come from all around the world. So what's your reach in terms of clients <laughs> and geography and scope? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm mostly working with people in the US and the UK. And then obviously English speaking Europeans, so people that are expats themselves that have traveled and that are looking for somebody that's also English speaking. Um, but it's mostly people in the US and the UK that I'm working with. Okay. Yeah. Good. Let's talk a little bit about the profile of your clients. So um, yeah, there's a lot of um, people that are stuck, as you say, holding back for whatever reason to go for the dreams, for the visions. And uh, yeah, and then suddenly you start this kind of process where you go on a self-discovery mission and then yeah, you, you, you reflect your life, um, you question your purpose. Is there a purpose? What is my purpose? Especially um, when it comes to uh, introvert women. Yeah, um, You very often find yourself then confronted with two specific terms. One is imposter syndrome and the other one is self-sabotaging. These are important terms. I would really like you to elaborate on that a little bit and, and, and how um, someone can really um, get an understanding of that and, and work her or his way out of that. <laughs> um, so that's great, two great points. And I think I'll talk a little bit about the imposter syndrome first. Because I think that is the that is the bigger, scarier one for most people. Um, and when you think of the imposter syndrome, people use different can use different words for it, like inner critic or your saboteur or your like the word I use is your gremlin. And it's a message <laughs> that the, all of these, whatever you call it, is giving you. And it's it's is coming down to basically one message but the way that it might form is different based on your language but it's ultimately telling you that you're not good enough and it can be in different forms it might be like you don't speak loud enough or you're not skilled enough but basically you're not good enough that's what it's telling you um and this imposter syndrome comes from certain experiences in our life as well like in our past maybe childhood maybe something happened in a relationship or at work where we got those messages and so it for we formed an identity or a belief around we're not good enough because of the messages that we got from outside of ourselves and so it's very it's <laughs> to shift the inner critic it, it, versus awareness um to understand okay i have this imposter syndrome i have this inner critic and understanding what the message is that it's firstly saying to you because that is that is the key to understanding how you can move forward right so understanding the message and then Finding a new, because <laughs> and this is going to sound complicated. So the 
imposter syndrome in, in a critic is trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you from the unknown and the uncertainty of stepping forward into your purpose or into your bigger self. So it's trying to keep you safe. And the main thing is the message that it's giving you is trying to protect you in some way. And to overcome the imposter syndrome, we have to start getting comfortable with him, that he's going to be there for a while. <laughs> and, he's, and the message that he's giving us to start shifting the way that we're looking at that message and the energy that we have towards it. So if we are saying, okay, the imposter syndrome is giving us a message of we're not good enough to slowly start letting that not have so much power over us. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So um, this this inner voice, yeah, this critique that is uh, constantly talking to us, you call it the gremlin, right? Yeah. Um, how can we send this uh, voice on holiday or on a break? How, we do, how do we do that? How can we move forward and leave this voice behind or deal with the voice in a way um, that, that we can progress in our lives? I guess it will still be there. There's always this yeah, ups and downs. Uh, one day it's better, the other day not so much. But how can we deal with that voice? So the awareness is the first step to understand what the voice is saying to you. And then obviously become accepting and comfortable with it. And the way to, and then lessen its power. And the way to do that is to give it another job, <laughs> basically. So instead of trying to protect you, you give him another job to empower you. And slowly start shifting your, the way you talk to him. <laughs> We're just using him as a, as a term. Right. But shift the way you talk to her or him. And, and not let that voice sort of make you angry or make you feel less than. But using that voice and saying, I know you're there. I understand you're trying to protect me. And getting comfortable with the messages and saying, I, I know you're trying to protect me, but I can do this on my own. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so it's basically a long journey of becoming more comfortable with it and lessening its power in your life. Mm -hmm. So the next step is then how can someone who is introvert, who is aware of that, yeah, become an empowered personal brand yeah everyone is a brand everyone has his her uniqueness uh, that shines yeah how can we get how can we shed light on, on on that brilliance yeah how can we really step into this extraordinary potential how can we own that and yeah how can you help doing that so I think with with the clients that I'm working with with the introvert woman, like some, there's a lot of also limiting beliefs around the fact that, you know, I'm too quiet to make a difference or I'm not standing out enough. People don't see me. So it's the the limiting beliefs and the imposter syndrome can start to work together to prevent you from taking steps, right? And it's a lot about changing your thoughts and changing your feelings and your emotions that you have towards 
the gremlin and as I said like just become more comfortable with it and not let that not let that overpower the dreams or the goals that you have for yourself and the ways that you want to improve and the steps you want to take to be more impactful in your career so it's definitely I mean there's definitely a lot of things you can do like you can do a lot of journaling to sort of understand it a lot more you can take steps um yeah so like there's a lot of smaller tools that you can do on a day-to-day basis but the main thing is just awareness and acceptance of that mm-hmm. because that in itself gives you the power because the power you're not letting the imposter syndrome take your power away once you have awareness and acceptance that immediately gives you power to start doing things like being more authentic and being more connected to who you are as a person so once we have this awareness and once we have accepted it yeah there are different kinds of things that we can do yeah, to really utilize our conscious choice to create this sustainable change in our lives. You have already mentioned the journaling. Are there any other action plans, steps to follow or maybe a recipe that we can use that helps us uh, moving forward yeah? mm. every day a little step further? Yeah, so like I'm a big fan of self-coaching and the way that I like there's a, a process that you can use every day to to work through blocks that you might have. Um, and that is asking yourself, what is the situation, like what is the situation or the circumstance that I'm going through right now that is causing a reaction within me? And then asking, okay, what is the feelings that I'm feeling around this? And what action is, am I taking as a result of that? So it's examining your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions based on something that's making you feel stressed. And then from there, you can ask yourself questions going forward. How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up in this moment, in this situation? So giving yourself the conscious choice versus I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to show up less than who I really am and saying, I want to be more empowered. I want to be find opportunity in this situation. And then from there, formulating based on your thoughts, I mean, based on your feelings, what your actions will be. And that is conscious choice. That is looking where you are and where you want to be and making the choice to not stay stuck or let the stressful situation overwhelm you. Mm. So when such a stressful situation overwhelms me, I would fall back into this behavior of kind of sabotaging myself. Can I say it like that? Mm -hmm. Because we have talked about that before. Um, Could you elaborate on that a little bit? So once this happens, Mm. how do I... Uh, in that specific moment, realize this is happening. How can I get myself out of that? (laughs) Yes. So, you know, when the flight flight or fight um, situation, so when you're stressed, the adrenalines are pumping through your body, you get the fight or flight. You either want to fight it or you want to run away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
And that is obviously stress in it because the situation is disturbing something within you. So when you, and that comes with physical body signs as well. Like you might start feeling sweaty or out of breath or your heart starts beating fast, you know? So those are physical signs that your body is under stress and your mind is under stress. Um, so it's paying attention to your body, first of all, because those are going to give you clues that this is a situation where I'm too stressed. Something needs to shift here or change here. Yeah, you can, and then you cannot make a conscious choice in that specific moment, right? You have to come down first, isn't it? Yeah, it's difficult when you're in the moment and, and that stress is overwhelming and overtaking you to think clearly. So it's about, it's about creating the awareness that something, I can feel something is happening in me right now. My body is, is wanting to fight something or it's wanting to run away from something. And then once you have that awareness, you know, like a timeout, (laughs) maybe like just take a timeout and give yourself some space. And then that allows you to clear your mind so that you can approach the situation more consciously Okay, I got that. Perfect. And Melissa, can you give us three top tips that can help increase self-confidence uh, that helps us uh, step into our self-worth, help us own our brilliance uh, and live it and go for our dreams and, and visions? Three top tips that you think are really most crucial. So the three-step process that I have that I work with clients, I really love it because (laughs) these are like the three top tips that I can give you. And the first thing is really reveal your uniqueness. So really knowing what makes you special, what your strengths are, what your values are, your gifts. And once you've explored that about yourself and once you know that, you, you immediately have strength and power in the fact that this is what makes me who I am. And this is what makes me powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first is understanding what's unique about you. The second one was elevate your energy. And that is elevating your mindset, elevating your beliefs, elevating your self-awareness. And what's most important there is to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think, you know, when you want to elevate yourself to the next level, you have to start getting uncomfortable (laughs) in order to do that and to push yourself to those places. So the second step would be get comfortable with uncomfortable. And then the third one is leading, um, lead with impact. And to do that is really to be able to lead with a higher purpose in mind. And that's just not yourself right that's other people as well so the third top tip will sometimes we need to think of others um, and leading others because that's where our purpose lies and that gives us more confidence and gives us more power as well at the same time Mm. yeah I guess that is something that women who start their own business uh, need definitely so what advice would you give them and especially introvert women who become or who have decided to become a solo burner. What is this advice? And 
would that also hold for guys uh, this advice <laughs> because we're all <laughs> talking about women so what about the guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure like it will hold true for all individuals um and if you're wanting obviously to build your own personal brand and as a solopreneur or in, even if you're a part of a team, you know, you might want to have your brand and who you are as a person as part of your team. But the main thing there is obviously also knowing your strengths and knowing who you are. When you think of brands in the business sense and how a brand builds, you're thinking about what is the brand's vision? What is the brand's mission? What is the brand's purpose? What is the brand's values? How are they going to connect with their customers? How are they going to give value to their customers? And that is through their products and services. So what are your products and services? And what makes you special? And so that's how I tie it in to if you're building a personal brand, just think of also like the business brand and the similarities between the two. What is your purpose? What are your values? What are your strengths? Yeah. Absolutely. The similarities are, are very strong and you can basically protect building a personal brand to branding, products, services, experiences, causes, uh, everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, do you have a favorite self-confidence quote that you want to share with us, Melissa? I have more of a it's not a self-confidence quote, but one of my favorite people of all time is Maya Angelou. And she was a poet. And one of her quotes that really resonates with me is that people will, will forget what you said and people will forget what you did, but they won't forget how you made them feel. And to me, I love that quote because it speaks so much to being yourself and being who you are and also in, when you're doing that you're and you're living your purpose and you're living true to yourself you're going to impact people that you won't even know about <laughs> and they will feel a certain way because of you and because of who you are and that it will inspire them to do the same for other people so like that is one of my favorite quotes of all time and it's more of a self-awareness <laughs> quotes I think more than a self-confidence quote yeah so it's um the feeling that you connect with people and as a personal brand or as any other branded product or service company as a brand with this feeling that you convey you directly connect with the emotions with your customers your clients heart and that's where you're gonna stick yeah? <laughs> yes yeah exactly <laughs> Good. Uh, Melissa, is there a specific story, a brain story that was particularly exciting or rewarding for you, which you want to share with us? Can I share my own story? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You are. Uh, <laughs> that was my brain story. <laughs> no, I just, I think like brand stories in general, I mean, I'll use my own as an example, but a lot of the, the brand stories are the same it's like understanding what is the problem understanding what is some what is the change that needs to happen in the world and then getting people around you getting people around you to help you and to to empower you to make those changes and to go after the things that you want and what you 
the, the difference you want to make in the world. Um, so the brand story, like that's based, that's a little bit of my own story, but that's to me what is empowering about all brand stories is mm -hmm. just having other people around you and working towards a common shared purpose and goal. Mm. That's wonderful. I couldn't say it better. <laughs> Vice versa, Melissa. And I think uh, these are the stories we take away a lot from uh, or the experiences we take a lot from are experiences that we consider very often as a failure or as a mistake, something went wrong. Would you like to share such an experience that was a major learning for you and that you actually, when you think back, you realize that was so powerful that you really have learned and grown from it going forward. I think it would be definitely the divorce that I went through, right? So that was a personal experience, but it taught me so much because it taught me more of who I am as an individual. And by going through such a huge transition in my life it grew me in ways that I would never have imagined and it's changed the path of my life um, in so many ways as well and I think that the important thing the lesson that I took out of that whole experience was to be true to who you are because when you aren't when you're being inauthentic and when you're letting other people influence your personal brand and your life's brand story, then life is going to feel like an effort and life is going to feel like a constant uphill battle. So the main learning that I took from that was to not be afraid to be yourself and to, and to take your power into your own hands and live your life in a way that feels authentic to you. I also think that uh, once you have gone through something like that, um, it helps you much better also to immerse with your client, with your customer and provide this help they need yeah, because you have gone through it already. So you know exactly what's going on. And that is a huge, I think, yeah, gift that um, we can work with and pass on, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good. Before coming to the end uh, of our show, Melissa, I would like to do a quick word wrap with you. Are you ready to give me quick and short answers? <laughs> I hope so. Let's go. <laughs> uh, confidence. Know, your, know yourself. Storytelling. I would say, what does the audience want? What is going to keep them in suspense? <laughs> exactly. All right. Introvert. I think there I would say acceptance. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness. There I would say higher power. Mm. Yeah. And brains. My purpose. Have my purpose good. Mm. Melissa, for listeners who would like to find out more about you, where can they find you and uh, maybe get in touch with you? Sure. So I'm mostly on LinkedIn and which you can just search my name, Melissa Roberg. And then my website is propelyourself.co and people can also email me at melissa at propelyourself.co. 
Great, Melissa, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so grateful that you were my guest today on Brands Talk. It was really a pleasure and getting to know you and most of all, learn from you. And I'm positive there's so much valuable information to take away for everyone, uh, also in a situation of rather limiting beliefs or self-doubt. And yeah, you gave us uh, some guidance that help us maneuver us out of that and get in our let's say, a uh, new comfort zone and learn every day, explore what the world has to offer and yeah, to say yes to our dreams and visions. And yeah, at the end, having fun too, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank you, Bridget. It was wonderful to be your guest today. Uh, thank you, Melissa. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And that was my conversation with Melissa Robert. In case you like my show, make sure you subscribe to the Brainstock podcast. And don't forget to share it on social media. I hope you will stay tuned in on the next episode when we dive into the world of brains.